This week on the I Love Funny Women podcast. Like, why aren't we just all, like loving each other a lot more, you know, like by being who I am in the world and trying to be authentic as possible. I think that has a lot of value. I really do. But anyways, there was a long break and I came back to stand up because I was with a healer because that's how I always get all my information. Welcome to the I Love Funny Women podcast with your host, Dina Nina. Hello and welcome to another episode of the I Love Funny Women podcast. My name is Dina Nina and... I'm Lalita T. I think it's podcast. Podcast. What I say? Well, maybe not. That sounds bad. I I think it's podcast. uh, That's the thing. I've lost my English accent. I've been in the United States for 12 years in it and... uh, you know, when I first moved here, Dina, I was like, I will never say elevator. Like, I will never. And now I'm just like, Lyft, get over yourself. Like, Lyft <laughs> is an app. <laughs> Ew, I, I probably lose my connection, my mobile, because I'm just getting into the Lyft. Like, oh, fuck off. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, the truth is, we're exceedingly connected, and a lot of the words that we that used to sound very annoying and weird are not as weird anymore. Like people say there's a lot of things that people are like um, American culture has uh, adapted to hearing vernacular in a British, British words. Just because you're all watching the crown. I mean, I heard this podcast, I guess it is podcast the other day where these two women were actively discussing the reality of the royal family based on the crown and it's like i love that show but it is a show like it's not a documentary and and these two podcasters didn't (laughs) somehow understand that it's very annoying (laughs) but doctor who's all real (laughs) and the teletubbies (laughs) i hated the teletubbies Although I will tell you, Vicar of Dibley, have, did you watch that? Uh, yes, of course. Uh, Don French is goddess. Um, so there was the episode where um, the the girl with the fluffy hair and the googly eyes that I love so much, and I can't remember her name, was getting married to the guy, and they had Teletubby brides or like flower <laughs> people, <laughs> and she had a light up wedding dress and I was like oh my god I love this so much <laughs> there's That's been cool. so much good comedy out of England there's uh, or the UK I should say and also so much terrible uh, comedy footnote Benny Hill <laughs> I mean what do you mean <laughs> <laughs> alright so we're moving on let me tell you this week I thought I was going to be really excited <laughs> and I get really my voice gets deeper when I do British so, like always, we'd love to hear from you, okay? Like, so go to Instagram, post the video, right? Okay, and tag at I Love Funny Women with the hashtag Hey Dina, and you could be on the podcast or on our YouTube. Well, we have a YouTube channel. It's YouTube, Dina. It's YouTube. YouTube. <laughs> on the Utes. 
Now, if you are loving the podcast or, you know, if you can just about tolerate us, we'd appreciate it if you share it with your friends. Because you sharing. Friends, share it just with other people. <laughs> because sharing is how we got into this place in the first place. <laughs> hey, this is Door Girl Greg. Thank you for listening to the I Love Funny Women podcast. If you haven't by now, you should really go to the socials and check out at I Love Funny Women on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and on YouTube because really, what else are you going to do? And here is what's happening in the news. The UN released its climate report last week. The findings were basically, hey, you're, you're fucked. Um, it said humans are definitely responsible. We can't avoid worsening impacts. It's happening faster and faster. The news only gets better. We can slow the impact with drastic action. But we're pretty much fucked it all up. So um, mm-hmm. let's live like it's our last 30 years on Earth. Or like it's 1999. <laughs> I miss Prince. I know, me too. His songs are not going to age well. Like <laughs> little red Toyota Prius. <laughs> Just it doesn't really do it for me. It doesn't. But what about little red hovercraft? <laughs> hovercraft. <laughs> yeah, no, that's great. I love a little red hovercraft myself. <laughs> uh, meanwhile, in California, the Republicans have orchestrated a recall election against Governor Newsom because he so solidly led the state in its fight against COVID. That doesn't make any sense. I know, but nothing Republicans do ever does. Meanwhile, we are back to having an indoor mask mandate, which means I can once again stop tweezering my chin. Yes! (laughs) Fight against the recall. Vote for Newsom. My chin hair will be grateful. And Newsom is so gorgeous. Why wouldn't anyone want to vote for him? I, I, I hear you on that. On the other hand, in the gubernatorial news, Governor Cuomo is out and a woman is taking over just the way it should have been all along. Yes, a woman on top. Just how Cuomo likes it. <laughs> Lieutenant Governor Kathy Hochul will be assuming the role of governor post Cuomo's step down. And when asked about how closely she had worked with Cuomo in the past, she said that she spent most of her time working with her constituency and was not really privy to the behavior of the soon-to-be-disgraced governor. So she was pretty much all, bitch, I ain't even going near that hot mess, okay? (laughs) Now, for those of you enjoying the L word Generation Q, I absolutely hate how much I love that show. (laughs) (laughs) Like, that show is by no metric actually good, but oh my God, I just, oh, it's so good. I love it so much. Half of the women playing lesbians aren't even actually queer themselves. But we lesbians, we're so needy. We're all like, oh, representation. I mean, there are definitely some uh, non-binary and trans actors on it now. That no, no, uh, it's great. It's really it's, good. It's, it's it's paid off some of its um, Jews from the first series, the first show, whatever, the original, I guess. Um, I will say that I appreciate how much you sacrificed to be here with me today by not going to watch the new episode now. 
I know it has. Okay, people out there, it has already dropped. And instead of watching it, I'm sitting here recording this podcast with Dean and Nina XOXO. That's how much I love the I Love Funny. This is how much I love the I Love Funny Women podcast. Uh, we're so grateful. <laughs> so Britney Spears is soon to be free, free, Yay! free ish. <laughs> Jamie Spears is stepping down as conservator, but the conservatorship will stand. So she won't quite be the boss of her, but also who really is the boss of themselves anyway? I mean, Jeff Bezos is the boss of everyone anyway, you know. Oh, that's such a depressing thought, Dina, and also so scarily accurate. I heard this program about, um, it's called the Prime Effect, and it's all about how basically, yeah, we're being surveilled all the time. In other news that nobody cares about, it seems that Jennifer Aniston and David Schwimmer may be dating. I thought they were on a break. <laughs> I imagine that joke that joke will do the rounds in the weeks to come. For sure. I am not mad about it, Dave Vinifer. Dave Vinifer. That doesn't Gen- work. Jennifer. I don't Jennifer. I'm Jennifer. not seeing it. Jennifer. I'm not seeing it. But I mean good for them. I mean, I want everybody to be happy apart from Jeff Bezos. Schwaniston. Schwaniston. <laughs> <laughs> And that's all the time we have for the news this week. If you call that news. Hey, all you funny women. It's Door Girl Greg. And I'm here to say thank you for listening to the I Love Funny Women podcast. Dina, I don't have glitter in my asshole. Only in my pockets. This week for the interview, I caught up with a comedian, actor, and producer based in Los Angeles, whom I love. I love her. She performs all over Southern California, and she runs the ultra-inclusive show, The Hot Medusa Comedy Show. I've been on that, the virtual version, that is. Me too. So please welcome our friend and our guest, Suwan Weaver. I am so excited to be talking to you, Suwan. How are you? I'm doing so great. Thanks for having me on. Of course. So you are based in Los Angeles. You are such an interesting being. First of all, let me say that sounded so weird. So you're you produce Hot Medusa. Yes. Which is a, a female and diverse showcase that is beautiful. And thank you for having me on it before. Oh my gosh. Thank you so much. Yeah. And I only had women on before or, or women and also Mm non-binary female identifying like, like, yeah. Anyways, now I'm, I've opened it up to a couple of men. I allow. (laughs) (laughs) They they impress us. (laughs) Yes. Yeah. They will join for a moment. Exactly. (laughs) You're a writer. And you're an actor. And so I, I I went to your website and I love that you call yourself, or somebody may have called you this, the Asian Maggie Gyllenhaal. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I was called that in an acting class a few years ago, maybe 10 years ago or so. And I was like, all right, let's just run with it. I mean, sure. <laughs> That's going on everything. <laughs> yeah. And you know what? Because my hair was longer and it's kind of like that wavy. It's like kind of similar how it went to, to hers, the way it was. Now, I don't know. Now it's just, I don't know what's happening. That's okay. I love <laughs> it. So how did you get into comedy, first of all? 
Mm. Um, I think it came because I was taking my acting classes and um, I wasn't like a huge fan of improv. I've tried improv and I was like this. I don't know. It wasn't. I always felt so weird. You know, other it's like other people I got to deal with. So instead of improv, I was like, you know what? I feel like a stand. I just kind of felt into it. Mm-hmm. And then um, later I had given it up. I, I started it about 12 years ago and then took a 10 year break, something like that. So I don't know. The dates might be all wrong. But anyways, there was a long break and I came back to stand up because I was with a healer because that's how I always get all my information. And this guy's like, I think you got to get it back into stand up. Literally, I had it wasn't even on my radar anymore. I was like, I'm done. I've, I've quit. I did an open mic and that was it. I was like, I'm in. <laughs> I love it. I, so you're woo woo. Super. I love woo woo. Super. <laughs> uh, I am so beyond. I just, you know what? I, there aren't always all good healers. Some of them, mm, word. Yeah, mm. <laughs> but. <laughs> But yeah, I've got some good friends that do healing work, um, energy work and that kind of stuff. And then I've, I just, I work with a whole bunch of different types. The woo, they are woo. <laughs> the diversity of the woo. Yeah. I love that. I'm so woo woo too. Like I love it so much. Um, and I understand. So I went to this lady once in, in LA. I wish I would have never gone to her, but she's like, I get in there and we're having this, this moment and they're like bits and pieces of real stuff. And then like all of a sudden she's like, I can burn your karma if you buy this $350 candle. And I'm like, bitch, if you knew anything, you would know that I have $25 to my name that I am on free estrogen from, from the clinic and that I can barely afford my ticket to go back and forth to the clubs. Right. (laughs) So, um, I know. I hear you. Like like anytime, especially with like a candle or something or like here, I'm going to supercharge this crystal for you. Uh, How about I make my own candle? I bring it to you and give you $25 to charge it. (laughs) Exactly. Or you just tell me how to charge it and I'll do it myself. Right, right, right. You know, come on. I love it. Um, So what keeps you going this year, this last year and a half have been rough what keeps you going what um you know i do have some inner core beliefs that i just feel like as a person i have personal goals i'm trying to reach that i feel like even at my age even at this age where you know in hollywood everyone's like well if you're 40 and you haven't made it yet then you should just quit i mean i've heard that a ton of times but I didn't even start till I was 40. So, meh. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, right? <laughs> so, I don't know. I just feel like I want to reach that potential that I think I have. Um, you know, that's kind of yeah. me. It's just me wanting, like, wanting to, like, there's something in my communication and what I want to say that I feel like I'm just barely scratching at it. You know? Yeah. And, like how I want to be in the world, you know? Yeah. It's a process. Do you find yourself? Cause I think I was talking to Christine Ferreira on our last episode about this. 
where I'm like, I hit 35 and I'm like, you know, I'll give it five more years and then I'll give up. And then I hit 40 and then I was like, I'll give it five more years. You know what I mean? Like, and Um, as creatives, as people that have something to say, our age, our weight, our orientation, our gender identity, our, uh, you know, uh, ethnic background, whatever, it doesn't dictate how valuable how valuable we are in the spaces that we inhabit. Yeah. If anything, I think it adds to how valuable we are. You know, I think (laughs) it's just true, (laughs) you know, because it's our perspective is valuable. And especially because, you know, what I see from you and I feel like I have this is like, um, there's something that we're bringing forward and that's in terms of meaning for people, you know, like to even hold a space that's like encouraging and uplifting and to meet someone where they're at. Like, I want that, you know, I want that. I want us all to be able to do that in the world is like, Hey, let's just be okay together. And, and let's call out some shit that is not making sense. And, you know, for me personally, I use, you know, try to use that in my comedy um, and without getting, you know, too political and stuff, because that especially today is so isolating and people get very triggered with politics. So I, I try not to use pol- politics as like a specific thing, but, you know, we just having a different place in the world we're political you know mm-hmm. yeah so- and, and and there are so many comics who deal only with politics that we need to hear those other voices you know yeah. i love like i love politics i'm so obsessed with politics and i'm so like i'm like liberal like i'm I'm so such a libtard. Like I'm the one when when everybody's bitching about libtards, I'm the one. Oh, that they're bitching about. Yeah, I know. And, yeah. and to be able to share our lives and what's important to us without always talking about like our politics is really cool and fun and important. Yeah. I think it's, it's like, we're doing it without like nailing it over the head. You know, it's just, it's just by being who I am in the world and trying to be authentic as possible, be real, say things that are important to me, whatever I'm going through. And then, and then that's, I think that has a lot of value. I really do. And and maybe if like my twist on it is a little different too, you know, even if I'm just calling out my mom on cheating on golf or something. Yeah. <laughs> I love your mom's stories. <laughs> oh God. You know, it's so funny because I always get pretty good feedback on my mom stuff. Like, oh, you need more mom. But when I first started, I, you know, when was that? It was like in maybe 2004 when I started taking a couple classes. I also heard stuff like, well, Margaret Cho's already done it. And I'm like, what the fuck? I mean, I don't know if I can swear, but yeah, it- swear away. It's just so weird, like how someone would really try to limit, you know, try to limit you because, you know what, that's already been done. Your type's already done it. Like it's, it's yeah. like, 
Well, what? There can't be like more than one blonde. So, okay. Like, what is right. that? Right. <laughs> uh, yeah. Um, so how do you find ways to do your mother and in, in a non-sexual sort of way that sounded really creepy and weird? Ah, uh, yeah. Please don't <laughs> do doing my mother. That would be just really, <laughs> that's very wrong. Everything is wrong about that. So wrong about that. <laughs> Let's rephrase that. How do you approach your material with your mom that's distinctly you and um, not another person doing the same type of right. material because you're in the same classification. Right. Oh my God. I think Ugh. because my mom is like, she's very specific. She has her personality, you know? So if I'm not doing like a general thing about bad Asian drivers or, you know, just, yeah. much, you know, doing like really hacky comparisons or something like that. I feel like it's very specific. Her personality is, um, my mom has her heart on her sleeve. Everything is on the table. You know exactly how she feels. And so when I do her like it, she comes forward because she's so strong. Even if she's so wrong so many times, she's so wrong. <laughs> uh, but um, also very lovable, you know. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so I feel like that comes across. And then I don't think I have to worry about what Margaret Cho or anyone else has done mm -hmm. because they're like, especially Margaret Cho's mom is also very, even though say, she's Korean, right? And my mom's Korean, but it's just comes so differently. And and speaking of Margaret Cho, the first time I heard, I went to the Gay and Lesbian Center and I'd heard her years ago. Um, she did, uh, there was a show there. I I felt like I was sliding off my chair, just dying. So, and she must've thought like, oh my God, you're obviously Korean. Cause like no one was reacting like that. Like it was funny. It was definitely yeah. funny, but I was like, ah! like it was just, anyways. <laughs> yeah, I love her so much. Can we, I want to be friends with her. I don't know how we can make that happen. Anyway. I do too. Yeah. Right. Like I was so embarrassing in front of her the last time I met her. <laughs> or talk to her but so i'm like okay i'm not drinking anymore so i don't drink anymore that's mm -hmm. not why but that was part of the, like um i <laughs> i i think that you're so interesting and i love how you approach your material oh and and that's the thing that i i get so frustrated about we're not here to compete or be in a competition. Okay. And just because my joke may be similar to someone else's joke, that's like, I've heard somebody not do my joke, but do something similar. Yes. And her experience as a trans woman is just as valid as my experience, but I do it differently, you know, yeah. because it's me. Yes, exactly. So I like that you do that. And I love how you are so empowering to others as well. Oh, thanks. You know, I, it's important to me. That's really one of the big things I, how I want to be in the world is to help, not just help. Cause it doesn't, I don't want to sound like I'm like, Oh, I'm reaching down. Cause we're, cause we're like, I need help, you know, <laughs> but, um, but I do feel like it's important to, you know, like let's open our arms and, like, why aren't we just all lo like loving each other a lot more? You know, like I, lo I love 
people, which I know is like a, a lot of comics have this thing about how they hate everyone and they don't like to be with each other. And so, I don't know. I don't know about being with each other. That's let me take that back. But they do hate, <laughs> like I hate fucking hanging out with comics all the time. Yeah, no. And I love hanging out with comics. Comics are the best because, you know, there's a lot of truth being spoken and there might be stepping on some toes. But I do really appreciate the honesty and yeah, like, why aren't we just reaching out? Just, oh God, it's so tedious when yeah. some it's all the same types on one show, like the same, all like five white dudes or something, you know, like, come on. Those are my favorite shows. <laughs> <laughs> and, you know, nothing yeah. against, I, and I also don't want to shit on the white guys because they are, some of them are very tired of it. And I understand everyone is tired of being shit on. We all are tired of it. And including, including people who are minorities and different. So yeah, across the board, let's just not do it. Ugh. Yeah. 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 Thanks for saying I mean, that. Though. Of course. Yeah. I sleep with white men, so they get something from me, you know, like. <laughs> I used to. I can berate <laughs> you all the time, but you. <laughs> I did. I, I did. You're like, now I'm sleeping with Karens. <laughs> yeah. I, well, I try to find a Karen here and there, you know, at least. No, I'm not sleeping with anyone. That's the problem. It's I have affirmative action. <laughs> I know. I know. Huh? Yeah. I, I'm sleeping with my um, vibrator uh, is pretty much. I'm sleeping with my chihuahua. That's about it. <laughs> and my yeah. dog, yes. Oh my my vibrator and my dog are not interchangeable, just so everyone knows. That's not a weird. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You know what? And the thing about what you said about drinking, too, I'm really, I think about this all the time. Like, do I stop drinking? Do I not drink? Do I drink? I mean, I went during the pandemic, um, during the first lockdown, I actually went to AA for nine months. Because I was like, this is, I I just let myself yeah. party it up. You know, I just did. Like I was having weed and drinking every day and just like, woohoo. And it, it became a bit of a problem. So. I have no idea what that's like. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah. I used to hang out with these drag queens back in the day. And um, they used to tell me they liked me because I always said yes. Always. I was like, do you yeah. want to bump? Yes. Do you want to go to Does Your Mama Now at 3 a.m.? Yes, I do. <laughs> I miss I miss uh cocaine. Um, so <laughs> a lot. I was much skinnier, but that's okay. Right. There's this so I love that you're bringing this up because I think there are so many people. I don't I don't really call myself sober because my level of problems I had with alcohol is different and my level of need for alcohol is different than other people's, but I never thought I could live without alcohol. And then I moved to Madison, Wisconsin and Wisconsin people drink. Oh, like they drink on a different level drink. Like they drink. Like, I don't know how their livers can handle. Wow. Drinking, yeah. drinking. Um, and I grew up Baptist in Texas, you know, like, so my liver was not prepared at <laughs> yeah. all. But I think it came to the point where I was just like, I don't like the way I feel anymore. And then I look back at all of the situations. I mean, thank God I did it because I have stories now. 
embarrassing stories, but also stories to talk about, you know? So fun. Yeah. But, <laughs> and I may have been one of those drag queens that said something like that before to people like that makes sense. Like that sounds like something I would have said. Right. Oh my God. Um, I know. How did you feel going to AA? Um, you know, at first I just thought it was weird and I was like, I don't know. And I only went on zoom, you know, mm. cause it was, it was all in the lockdown. It was weird. Um, but just when I, I felt like people were there to be supportive, you know, that's what they're there for. They're mm -hmm. there to help you on your journey. And I had a sponsor. She was, she was great. I really can actually Actually, I got the sponsor because I had gone to an AA meeting in January and I was like, well, I'm not an alcoholic. I was like, I'm not an alcoholic, but I will just come to this meeting. And I met this woman. I was like, oh, if anything, she could be my sponsor later, which she did become. Yeah. So, yeah, I liked it. But then I also felt like a lot of people there um, have really desperate stories. You know, they have stories that of, of hardship and struggle. And so it made me really grateful for be, feeling like, you know, I, now that I had the nine months of stopping and being totally sober and no weed, no nothing. <laughs> um, Cause I like that too, but I, it's, it's good for me to not have it. Um, I just felt like my body got a good reset and now I feel like I can have a drink and it's not a big deal or even just like have half of a martini and put it down. Cause it's like, ah, that was good. Mm -hmm. Um, however, even with a, even like one drink, sometimes I don't feel good the next day. Yeah. Like, just that's who I am now. Like that's my it's age. Shocking. Yeah. What do you love most about doing comedy and acting and entertainment um, stuff? God, you know, I really just, I like performing. I, I, you know, I was not a kid that grew up as the center of attention. I did not grow up enjoying that kind of attention. I never did. So I think that for a lot of standups or actors too, like they, they were used to like kind of doing a little song and dance for their parents. And I was not that way. <laughs> So now it's just fun to like just the actual physicality of I like making eye contact with people and I like talking. And so I that's a big surprise. <laughs> and um, and also, like, I just feel like my messages are sometimes just fun to talk about. And, you know, I'm not like I still feel like I have a hard time with some of it, you know, cause some of it is a little, can be a little edgy and um, I don't want to offend people. And I really don't want people to come after me and be all pissed that I'm talking about stuff, but, but it's my own journey and it's my, I get to talk about. So fuck them. Anyway, I love who you are and how you show up in the world. Suan. Ah, Tina, Nina Martinez. <laughs> that was the best. That's the best name. I'm white and I'm not Martinez. So like I've been <laughs> It's hilarious because it's so good. It's such a great yeah. but yeah. No, I'm thank you so much. I mean, I you know, really admire I, you and what you're doing. So. Oh, thank you. Like I, I there's this is the, this podcast is pretty much just a bunch of people that I just want to tell how much I love them and I think they're amazing. <laughs> like that's what <laughs> um 
And I remember first meeting you and I get really nervous because there are a lot of scenies, you know, like in the, especially in bigger cities. Yeah. And I came from LA. I'm not like, I'm not an, I'm an LA comic who relocated yeah. Yeah. Um, to the Midwest so she could get fatter. Um, with less judgment. <laughs> um, and so I get a little nervous sometimes when I'm on newer shows with people that I don't really know. And I felt so loved and welcomed. And I am grateful to you because if I feel it, I know that people that haven't been doing it as long as I do, I have and, and don't have um, a reputation uh, like I do feel it. Yeah, thanks. Thank you. Thank yeah. you. I love you so much, Suwan. I love you too. Oh. <laughs> I can't wait to hug your face. Yes. Because <laughs> I'm 90 and I just, I don't want to hug your face. If you're 90, then I'm 95. So that's yeah, great. I don't think so. But awesome. So, where can people find you? Oh my gosh. Um, I think Instagram is probably the um, most, I'm the most active on there. I have a little link tree. Um, there's a few things on there and I have finally just updated my website. So huh, that took forever. Um, I'm really, I was, I was like, Oh, website. Yeah, whatever. Um, and then, yeah, usually I just post things on, I don't have that much on Instagram right now, but there are some, I have some cool shows coming up. I'm doing a show with Mr. K. That's going to be cool. And that, oh, I didn't, man. yes, I don't have it posted yet, but we're going to go, we're going to head down to San Clemente in the beginning of September. And then I've got a bunch of flapper shows this week because I'm in the Burbank Comedy Festival. I saw that. Congrats. Thank you. That sounds like fun. I, yeah, totally. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. So, Sawan Weaver. Thank you. I'm, I'm a like, fan. I'm you. I'm a fan of yours. You. 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 <laughs> you. And of course, that's all we have uh, for this week. So, thanks for listening to the I Love Funny Women podcast. You can find us on all the social media at I Love Funny Women. And you can do that in any accent you like. You can find us on all the social media at I Love Funny Women, innit? And you can find us on YouTube as well. Uh, this podcast was written by me. <laughs> and me. And you can find me on all the socials at Dina Nina XO. <laughs> I don't even know what accent that is. What's that meant? I don't know. Let's not go there. Okay. And. <laughs> Uh, I am at Lalita D Comedy, D W Lalita D Comedy on Instagram and the Twitter. <laughs> you can find our guest Suwan Weaver on Instagram at Suwan Weaver. Door Girl Greg is on Instagram at GG Potter. And our announcer, Krista Garner, can be found on Instagram at Krista Garner. <laughs> this is an Artemis Glow Studio production in association with Crossover Media and. AMG. Have a good week. Great week. <laughs>